<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show, and great to have you with us. Biden's border crisis worsens. New numbers out this week from Customs and Border Protection show that Biden allowed another 180,000 illegal immigrants in for the month of March. That brings the total to roughly 4.3 million illegals allowed into the country since Biden took office. That 4.3 million, by the way, doesn't include the presumable millions of other illegal immigrants that are gotaways. To put that number into perspective, in 2022, there were roughly 3.7 million American babies born. That's roughly 15% more illegal immigrants allowed into the country than American citizens born for the year 2022. As birth rates are on pace now to hit record new lows this year and the inflow of migrants set to hit new record highs, our country is facing an alteration of demographics and a transformation of culture and society that has never been seen before and never contemplated. Biden's border crisis is far from the only crisis we face, of course, as crime in Marxist-run cities across America continues to surge, George Soros-appointed district attorneys aren't helping by combating crime. They, in fact, are soft on crime. One man who took the initiative this week to start holding these corrupt DAs accountable is Congressman Jim Jordan, chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. Congressman Jordan held a House Judiciary hearing in the crime-ridden city of New York calling many witnesses to talk about what is going on in that city. Here is one such witness, Madeline Brame, who recounts how corrupt District Attorney Alvin Bragg downgraded and then dismissed charges altogether for the offenders who murdered her 35-year-old son, veteran Army Sergeant Hassan Correa. Alvin Bragg came into office, he was held, he was handed a strong trial-ready murder case and gang assault case against all four of these individuals where this brutal, savage homicide was captured on video. He was handed a strong trial-ready case, ready to go to trial. As soon as he took office, the case immediately began to unravel. He dismissed, completely dismissed, gang assault and murder indictments against two of the defendants clearly on video participating in the brutal, savage slaughter of my son. Mary Saunders, the sister involved in the homicide. He dismissed her indictment and recharged her with assault with a shoe and sentenced her to one year time served. Travis Stewart dismissed his gang assault and murder indictment and sentenced him to attempted gang assault. And he pled guilty and sentenced him to seven years. Travis will be out in the next 18 months. Mary Saunders 
this savage is currently walking the streets of Harlem like she didn't just participate in the, in the brutal slaughter of another human being. Home with her family, home with her children. If that's not a threat, uh, if that's not a threat to public safety, I don't know what is. A true tragedy. And joining us now is Congressman Troy Nels, member of the House Judiciary Committee. He was at that hearing in New York. Take a listen to how Congressman Nels addressed just how we should be combating crime in these woke states and cities that refuse to protect their citizens. If somebody puts a knife to you or a clerk at a cashier anywhere in this country and he's threatening to say, I'm going to kill you, you don't give your money. I would encourage the residents in the great state of Texas in my county to defend yourself. Defend yourself. You are given that God-given right. And that means pulling out a weapon and put two at center mass. You'll reduce recidivism, won't you? And you won't have a repeat offender. Congressman, great to have you with us. That was quite a statement that you made. Your reaction to the hearing, victims of violent crime in New York City. Well, thanks for having me, Lou. I thought it was the right thing to do. We were right there in the middle of Manhattan exposing Mr. Bragg, Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan DA, who is just going after Donald Trump so aggressively. Uh, and to me, we needed to expose this, this man for who he truly is. He's, he is soft on crime. You wonder why uh, Manhattan and New York is dealing with a crime crisis. It's because of individuals like this, Alvin Bragg, that has an agenda. And his whole agenda is, is to go out there and destroy Donald Trump. So I'm glad we had an opportunity. Chairman Jordan had an opportunity to, to bring the members of the Judiciary Committee and expose this man uh, and his administration for who they truly are. America last. Well, the, Mr. Bragg is a DA saying that he was mocking uh, the hearing. Uh, he wasn't in any way, it seems, intimidated. Uh, and the fact of the matter is, it is a very tough venue in which uh, anyone can win who's from a, a conservative perspective, because all of the media in this town is uh, is liberal, left-wing, Marxist. Uh, all of the politicians, nearly, are Marxists, and you've got, got a couple on, on the Judiciary Committee. Uh, how, do you, how do you navigate that? Well, when when you look at the list of witnesses, I believe, uh, Lou, there were about eight witnesses and many of the, a couple of them are Democrat witnesses. But the one I really enjoyed listening to, his name was council member uh, Robert Holden and Robert Holden identified. He said, I'm a Democrat. He's a Democrat council member out of New York City. And he didn't agree with many, many of the things that uh, the Democrat witnesses were saying as it relates to crime statistics stating that under Alvin Bragg's tenure, crime has decreased, all these violent crime is down, and, and that is just, uh, those are lies. Those are lies. And Mr. Holden, a Democrat himself, said he doesn't agree with their, their fuzzy math or their cherry-picking uh, these, these statistics. So I thought that was very good. And then a couple of the other witnesses, this Miss Brame, who lost her son, a veteran of the U.S. Army in Afghanistan, was butchered. He was actually butchered by four individuals killed 
and and Bragg just gave them very lenient sentences. Matter of fact, two of them just got time served, which I think was less than a year. That's outrageous on any level. But that outrage is, of course, we could turn to any major city run by the Democrats, and precisely the same thing is going on. High crime rates, uh, soft on crime, as you put it, uh, cash bail. Uh, there is no bail. Just take a walk. And it doesn't matter, it seems, the crime. Are, are you are you folks on the ju Judiciary Committee going to Chicago next, maybe California, because both of those uh, those states are in real trouble. Well, quite honestly, we could spend the next 12 months, if not the next 18 months, just visiting the large cities across the country that we know are experiencing uh, a lot of high crime and very serious violent crime. It's just not New York City or Baltimore or Philadelphia. It's Austin, Texas. It's San Francisco. And it's everywhere. The crime is out of control in our in all of the these large cities that are run by Democrats. And many of those same cities are the ones that defunded their police back in the year 2000 because of the social injustice that was being done. Uh, and, and so you, New York itself uh, defunded their police one billion dollars in 2020. So. Yes, Lou, we could go to every large city and probably have this conversation. I'm not against that. I just don't know if we'll have the time. It's important. Every life matters. It's important. But I just don't know if we'll have the time to go to all the large cities. But I'm glad that we exposed uh, Alvin Bragg in Manhattan and looking at what's happening in New York City. People are fleeing. People are leaving. They're heading to Florida and everywhere else. And that's why they lost a member of Congress up in that state. Well, it is a state that is uh, out of control, as you well know. The public education is is going, well, it is in decline, to put it, it's actually in free fall. The Marxist Dems control all of the public universities uh, and most of the private universities in New York. Uh, the, the police, the police, the mayor, what are they doing? I, I mean, people in New York have no other choice but to get out because they don't, they don't care what the people think about any of this. And, and there was this one witness, absolutely, uh, Jose Alba. He was the bodega clerk. So this guy, he's been in the country for 30 years. I think he's been a U.S. citizen now for like 18 years. But he's working in a bodega. And that, for your listeners, is just like a, a little convenience store by a gas station, but without gas. It's just a place to sell groceries and and, and sodas and chips and popcorn, stuff like that. He's in there minding his own damn business, doing a job. And some woman comes in and I guess they wanted to buy a bag of chips. And I guess the woman's card, her debit card or credit card was declined. And he said, you can't have the chips, right? You can't you can't pay for the chips. I can't just let you have them, even though many Democrats feel they could just take it for free. So she leaves, threatens the guy, leaves and says, I'm going to come back with my my boyfriend. Well, he comes back and then he goes behind the counter and starts assaulting this this Mr. Alba. He's up there in age. His suspect is relatively young. And Mr. Alba defended himself and, and had a knife. And he ended up stabbing and killing this suspect. The DA's office threw Mr. Alba in Rikers for like six days. They put him in jail 
and charged him with second degree murder because he was defending himself. And this is the problem you have in all these large cities with George Soros funded DAs. It's the victim's last suspects first. You know, they're always concerned more about the suspects and the victims. And this guy went through hell. I mean, he ended up taking a man's life because he had a right to, to defend himself. But he was just placed in jail and treated like he is the suspect. And what he did was wrong. Shameful on these large DAs in these large cities for putting the suspects' rights over the victims. Well, we're talking with Congressman Troy Nels, a member of the Judiciary Committee that just completed a field hearing in Manhattan on violent crime. And New York had plenty of examples for the committee. Uh, we're talking, as I said, with Congressman Troy Nels, and we'll be back right after these quick messages from our sponsor. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now talking with Congressman Troy Nels. Congressman, you were talking about all of the violence and all of the uh, that is going on in big cities across the country. There seems to be no national response, no policy response from the Biden administration. And the Democrats are actually building a case for the voters in 2024 that real leadership is needed in this country. Your thoughts? Well, I will agree to with the Democrats that real need, leadership is needed in this country. And that's why we are going to elect the American people are going to bring back Donald J. Trump. That's what's going to happen in 2024. We're going to bring back Donald J. Trump, because when you look at how we had our country, it was on cruise control. Lou, we didn't see the crises that we see on every corner in America, whether it's the southern border and that's the judiciary. We're going to be looking at that here over the next couple of weeks or whether it's the rise in crime or the inflation. If we want true leadership, we have it in the House of Representatives. We do. We have the majority. Speaker McCarthy's our leader. He's the House Speaker. And when we get Donald Trump back, because the American people, I don't care what color you are, we all want to have safe and secure communities and streets. And you're not getting that. You are not getting that with the far left. You're not getting with the Democrats. They're the ones that want to defund the police. You know, Jerry Nadler was there. He's the ranking member on judiciary. He was in the hearing a little bit later on and he was sleeping. I was going to go check a pulse to make sure he was okay. Hank Johnson was rude uh, to the witnesses there and said that the witnesses were there as nothing but props for the mega group, the mega crowd. And that certainly set off one or two of our witnesses. And how disrespectful the left is 
to victims of violent crime in this country, and they're going to pay for it. They are going to pay for it dearly in the 2024 election. These Marxist Dems are emboldened, I believe, because there is a puppet president, an impaired Joe Biden, who is being held to account for nothing. Uh, Whether it's a wide open border, he's obviously aligned with the cartels. The cartels seem to be controlling both sides of that southern border. And the sex trafficking is worse. Uh, the uh, the smuggling of uh, of every kind of drug, but in particular, opiates and fentanyl uh, coming through. The death distribution is at a peak in this country. Your thoughts? Uh, uh, disgusting and and sad in many many ways when you look at what's happened uh, to our country in the past twenty four months. Um, I don't want to I don't think I should need to remind the American people I guess, if this is what you vote for and this is what you elect, this is what you get. I don't want to have to say I, I, I told you so. This is what was going to happen. Our oil and gas industry, our, our national security, our strength around the globe has all suffered. It has suffered because of Joe Biden and his administration. The individuals that he has placed in his cabinet and and you you look at the way they have weaponized the DOJ and the FBI and you look at my orcas that is our that is going to be the director of homeland security he's in front of the senate today getting grilled because of the southern border i mean i i said if 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 the republican party or, or uh, people in this country conservatives in this country did, did did not see this coming i mean it was right in front of us you see what's happening in our schools with all this wokeness. You see drag queen, everything. Our country is falling apart. It's falling apart. It's burning on every corner. And I just hope it's about time that the American people start standing up and say, number one, we need to take our country back because it's been taken from us. It's being taken from us each and every day by the radical left, the Marxists, and these others. And we have to stop it. We have to stop it for the sake of our children and their children. What's happened to our country, Lou? Yeah, I, I wish I had an answer for you I, about what what we could do about it. Crime on the rise, the streets uh, in, in Chicago, uh, in Beverly Hills, for crying out loud, hundreds of teenagers showing up for these wildings that are, are really shopping sprees as they loot uh, some of the most uh, affluent business areas uh, and no one does anything about it. The sheriff's department uh, in in several areas, the police chiefs in several areas talking about they can't do anything about it because they're short police officers. And you're talking about hundreds of people. They would be uh, they're absolutely overmatched in numbers and they have no ability to do anything about it. And we're, this is being laid bare. Half the country is Marxist now. And these these young men and women who are running through our streets in the middle of the night looting, this is something we didn't anticipate even during the summer of love. Have Are we looking at another summer of love, a summer of love part two? Well, you, would you look at, uh, and I don't know, you're probably not going to see it too much unless you watch a little Fox News or something, but that video in Chicago with these, these teen takeovers, and the brutal beating of that white woman. Now, if you look at the crowd, if you look at the suspects, Lou, the reality is this isn't racist. 
They're, they're, they're young black American, they're, they're black young men is what they are, some black females. And they beat this woman, they beat her silly. And they seriously beat this woman. You're not gonna hear about that from the left. We're not gonna talk about that. But certainly the left is talking about the senior gentleman, uh, the gentleman, the white male, who this, this young male, uh, black male, knocked on the wrong door. And this older gentleman, I think he's in his 80s, shot and killed, or didn't sh he shot him, but he didn't kill him. And now they want to charge him with murder. And hey, listen, you shouldn't have shot the young man. I don't know if his age had anything to do with it. But the fact of the matter is, is that our country and our city streets have been taken over by mobs. They've been taken over by these mobs because these mobs understand that there are no repercussions there. There will be no penalty from these district attorneys and these liberal judges because they almost support this behavior. They're taking over the streets in Chicago. Thank goodness the voters got rid of uh, lightweight. Uh, but then what do they do? They elect an individual who's even further left than she is. So I don't know what the hell the people in Chicago are thinking. But how do you protect those innocent people that live in Chicago with these types of policies? I don't know. The question becomes, with Brandon, uh, uh, Brandon Johnson, the mayor-elect now, saying he didn't want to demonize uh, the youth. Uh, he was uh, admonishing folks as a good Marxist would uh, and not holding the, the young people who had been looting everything uh, to account. Uh, I think the people of Chicago, perhaps the people of Illinois, uh, had better come to terms with what they are. They're either Americans, and they are either for law and order, or they are Marxist Dems, and we have that uh, uh, finally uh, in view. Your, your, your thoughts? Yes, I, I agree. I think that that the the suspects, uh, criminals in this country have been emboldened by the soft on crime policies that we've seen in our large cities. They feel they can just go out. They can walk into a Walmart who's wanting to leave many of these large cities and other places and just walk out with things and, and feel free to do so. And and in many cases, in some of these cities, many of these criminals they may get arrested, but they're released out on the street the following day. So there are no there are no penalties. Matter of fact, I think the left looks at this as like it's not even an offense anymore. Up in the up in New York, Bragg's policies that day one memo says that you resisting arrest is not an offense up there in, in New York or in Manhattan. You can you can assault a police officer, but no problems there. You can walk into a clerk's a store with a knife and demand the money, and it's going to be a misdemeanor in New York. So it's, they, they coddle these suspects, and things are not going to change unless the American people wake up and start voting for more conservative, Republican judges and district attorneys, because it's 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 just going to get out of control. And that's what we've seen in our country. It's shameful. Uh, you wonder why gun sales are at an all time high. I understand why the American people, why you would want to buy a gun today, because if you can't count on our government to keep you safe, you better do everything you can to keep your family safe, you and your family. And, and that is having some uh, some Second Amendment rights and those protections. We're talking with Congressman Troy Nels. We're going to take a quick break now for a message from our sponsors. When we come back, 
we'll have Congressman Nell's take on where the United States goes from here and how long America can sustain the crisis we're in. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back with Congressman Troy Nels. Congressman, I want to turn to to the reality that is America right now. Uh, people are frustrated. They're frightened. You ask how people are reacting. It's, it's clear. Uh, Americans are afraid right now. And it, it is more division. And I know that that's exactly what the the puppet president, uh, the impaired president Biden, and his Marxist dim cartel in the in the White House want. The fact is, uh, the American people have to make some choices here. I don't know if we're too far gone, to be honest with you. I can't tell if the country's in decline, and I hate to say this: in decline or is it in free fall? Your judgment. Well, I think it's right now, it's a little bit of both. I am concerned about the future of this country. I'm concerned about the process in which individual states handle their elections. Once the American people truly feel like many of us do, that we don't have fair and free elections, we will lose our country. We're going to see what happens here in 2024. Lou, but I didn't like what took place in 2020. I certainly didn't like what took place in 2022. But the Democrats are ruthless. They are ruthless. They are going for our throat. They hate this country. You can see it every day. They put the American people last. And so I, I, I am concerned, certainly concerned about the direction we are taking. Can we get it back? I mean, I can't live life every day thinking it's doom and gloom every day that the American people are going to wake up and just truly understand that there can be better days ahead. But if you keep electing or you want to elect far left liberals, you're not going to have safe and secure schools. You're not going to have safe and secure streets. You're going to have a poor southern border inflation. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the spending or the national debt. It's going to go up through the roof. And, and so do do. Do the American people, uh, Lou, truly understand the crisis that we are in? And if they do, and this is okay, well, then they're not American. They're un-American. They're un-American, but nothing's changing. And, and Congressman, as I was watching your hearing yeah, in New York, I'm thinking, why aren't we having hearings about those 51 intel officers uh, who lied to the American people about the Hunter Biden laptop? Why aren't we having a discussion about were the elections of 2020 rigged or were they not? Uh, the, 
apparently the Republicans in the House don't care because we know a couple of things. Uh, we know that those elections were, in fact, rigged. We also know that we don't have, in many cases, in many jurisdictions, any way to, to do meaningful audits of the votes, and we're being told to just accept it. But we also know that the only way to solve it is to have audible, verifiable uh, voter marks on paper ballots. That is the only way. And every honest uh, cyber expert acknowledges that, except for the cyber experts from the federal government, of course. Uh, your thoughts about 2024 and its significance to get it right once and for all. Well, to get it right once and for all, what we need to do is we need to, uh, I, I believe, if we are ever going to save the, the process and the, and the way we conduct our elections in this country, we need to strongly consider just one day of voting. I Make it a national holiday. You can hire a couple of million Americans. Many of them would volunteer to just, you know, the, the, the ballot, the paper ballot got a lot of criticism and ridicule back when the Bush election with hanging chads. You remember the hanging chads in Florida? Oh, then the Supreme Court had to make that decision. But I think we need to go back to the paper ballot. There should be one day of voting. Yes, certain people, uh, voters are going to get a ballot by mail because of the, you know, the over 65 are confined to a nursing home or whatever. I'm OK with that. But still, a large majority of the people should go to the polls, present a valid ID. I don't even believe a, 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 a water bill should work. You, prevent a, you, you present a valid ID, says you're an American citizen, and you have a right to get that ballot and then throw that ballot in the box and have it counted right then and there. Um, that's the way I think you could help secure our elections. I believe Donald Trump wants to see that. He wants to see uh, integrity in our election process. And I tell you what, if we don't get down into the weeds, though, into the dirt with the Democrats, they love it since we want to just be senior statesmen all the damn time. But we got to get right in the weeds with them. We got to get into the ballot harvesting. They cheat, Lou. They cheat. It's sad to think, do we have to cheat in order to become fair, to get this to be fair play? Should we have to cheat, Lou? That's a question the American people need to answer. Ask and answer. I think, I think the answer is hell no, you don't have to cheat. But what you do have to do is have the guts to fix this thing, and that means being honest with the American people. I would love to see you guys hold hearings right now on a secure voting America Act, whatever you want to call it, but in this bull and get the lawyers out of it and make certain that we have, just as you said, one day of voting, paper ballots, and Americans with a Republican, a Democrat, and an Independent looking at every vote that's counted. This is ignorance that what we're doing, we're the laughing stock of the world, and we are about to destroy this republic. You get the last word here, Congressman. Well, I, I like that idea. Could I get that through the House? I don't even know if I could get that through the House of Representatives, and we have the majority. You know, certainly it would die in the Senate because the left, they want everybody to vote. They don't want you to have an ID. They figure there's still voter suppression and everything else. So they're just absolutely nuts. And the reason they don't want to change the rules right now is because they favor them. They love the way our voting takes place in this country because they can go out there and they can rig elections. And yes, Lou, they cheat. They can cheat and they're getting away with it. And as long as the Republican Party 
and we just sit here and stand by and watch this take place, it will be the demise of our party. It will be the end of our party. It will be the end. Well, I'm afraid you're right. And uh, I can't argue with you. It's your last word uh, on this uh, podcast. So we can't even, uh, if I had a rejoinder, I couldn't offer it. All I can say is thanks as we're always, uh, Congressman Troy Nels, for your patriotism, your service to the country, uh, and your perspective. We appreciate it so much. God bless you. God bless you. Congressman Troy Nels of the great state of Texas, a great American, and here tomorrow will be the founder of Just the News and editor-in-chief, John Solomon. Please join us here tomorrow. Till then, thank you, God bless you, and may God bless America.